0: Now, it's Chris Harrington on The Grizzlies, Memphis, and more on 92.9's Jeff Hawkins Show, presented by Church Health. Caring for people all around us. Give today at churchhealth.org.
2: He's on the service master by Cornerstone Online. Line. It is Chris Harrington. Chris, what are we listening to?
3: That's uh, Me, Myself, and I. Early single by my all-time favorite hip-hop group, De La Soul. Uh, lead verse by Dave Jalicour, a.k.a. Tree.
2: the Dove, born on this day in 1968. Uh, I got it. We we can talk ESPN rankings here in a minute. Before I do that, Anthony Sane, our friend Anthony Sane, tweeted out that he misses the bagel. You know the bagel on Poplar and Kirby, that place that sold bagels and breakfast food and stuff like this? And he asks, where can I get a good bagel with breakfast now? Don't say bogeys. I do think we're a crappy bagel town. Where do you go for a bagel, Chris?
3: I don't I don't go anywhere for a bagel in Memphis. Um, and I don't I don't remember whatever place you're talking about. Um, I haven't bought bagels in a long time. When I do, I get them from the guy at the farmers market, Dave's Bagels, who makes bagels and they're pretty good.
2: Someone did suggest Dave's Bagels. It is, yeah. I think we need a better bagel place. I mean, I go to Einstein's and I like that. The, there's a Bills fan who who's behind the counter there, who I like, and I'll eat Einstein's bagel happily, but it's not a local place. And uh, anyway, okay. Uh, so it appears that John Morant according to the ESPN ranking, is one of the 10 best players in the NBA. We know that because 10 to 25 came out. He's not on that list. He's surely on the list somewhere. Does it seem to you, in your own personal ranking of NBA players, you would put him in the top 10 in the NBA?
3: You know, Drew and I talked about this on the pod yesterday, and we both thought we agreed on the same nine players we thought would be ahead of Ja on this. And my conclusion was, you know, I think he might actually be ten. He, that was sort of my prediction that he'd be ten, and maybe he will. But we were one, we were both one off on the nine players. We both had Kawhi Leonard, who we thought would be ahead. Uh. Um, they were conservative on that. Instead, they've got Devin Booker in the top ten with Ja. I, I think I think Ja Ja could be easily be ahead of Devin Booker on the list when they put it out tomorrow. I think. I think Ja is somewhere, I haven't made the made a list, maybe I should have, I could speak with more, yeah. like certainty. Yeah. Um, I would guess he's somewhere in, you know, I don't know, 7 to 15 range, uh, you know, where I would have him. I, I think I tend to weight defense a little bit more than a lot of people do, and so I look at a guy like Jimmy Butler, I look at a guy like Paul George, Ja is a better offensive player than those guys. They are so much better defensively. I think you know that gets into some difficult stuff. But I think it's I think they have got Ja in the correct place relative to lead guards in the league, which is going to be behind Steph Curry and Luka Doncic and ahead of Trey Young, ahead of Damian Lillard, even ahead of James Harden at this point. So I think, roughly speaking, he's in the right. He's going to be in the right place.
2: Uh, yeah, he's either ninth or tenth, pretty obviously. Uh, and it's either, he and Devin Booker should be will be nine and ten. The ones ahead of him. Uh, we, we we believe Giannis will be one, right? There's not much doubt about that. Giannis will be one. Who do you think will be two? I'd
3: I'd be surprised. Um, I mean, Jokic has won back to back MVPs. Um, Steph Curry was just the best player on the NBA champions, NBA title team. Right. I'm gonna guess that those are your two and three in one order or another. Although Luca could be there too. That's probably your top four.
2: Uh, so you think oh, so? So Giannis and then Steph, Jokic and Luca, and then. Embiid, LeBron, yeah, K. Where's KD? Where's KD going there?
3: But yeah, you're right. KD could easily be number one or number two. Won't be number one. He could easily be number two. The problem is like he just doesn't. He doesn't play basketball enough, and that's kind of the problem. I think that's all very debatable in there. I think Giannis is going to be number one. Other than that, you can start arguing
2: stuff. I think other than that, you can start arguing stuff. But I do believe that it's pretty clear that it's going to be some collection of Giannis, Steph, KD. Doncic, Embiid, Jokic, and LeBron. I, I don't. Where do you think LeBron fits now?
3: So who does that? Who does that leave out? And then you got Booker and that leaves Brandt, out that, that leave leaves out
2: KD, Booker, and and Jaw, and and it, it's. I mean, yeah, not KD. It leaves out Tatum, Booker, and Jaw. Oh,
3: Tatum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Tatum, Booker, Jaw uh, is next, probably your your eight, nine, ten there. Yeah. Hundred percent. Uh, and so yeah, I I think I think Giannis is one, and then you got that second tier that's like six dudes, and then you got the, the young up and coming crashing the party, Tatum Booker Ja and I'd probably do it Tatum then Ja then Booker would be my order.
2: You'd do Tatum then Ja then Booker. It is interesting. Doncic is no older. He's also young, crashing the party, but he already is the party. Is that what we believe?
3: He is a lead. He's a dominant lead ball handler who is like a rugged six seven six eight. Right. That's just a different. There's just it's a you different know that. He is, he is not LeBron, but purely in terms of offense, he is—he is, he cuts the figure of young LeBron. There just aren't many guys like that.
2: And is it clear to you that LeBron is in that next six or seven after Giannis and before these three? It's, it's just hard to know what to do with him, but he's still there, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, his, 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 look at what he did. His numbers were outrageous, even right. last season. I do think I would personally have him at the back end of that second tier, and so I'd probably have LeBron seven, you know, on this list. I'm doing this off the top of my head. Yeah. I'd probably have him seven. I'd probably have him behind mm. KD and Embiid and Jokic and, and all right, those guys. Group, yeah. Uh,
2: and then uh, yeah, and so then you got Tatum, Ja, and Booker, and it'll probably be I, I don't know whether it'll be Tater, Tatum, Ja, and Booker or Tatum, Booker, and Ja, but I, that that is what it's likely going to be. Um but you think in fact that Ja is properly in a tier that does include that back end of the top ten, but then extends into the teens somewhere. Is that like, is he obviously better than, as you point out, Kawhi? Is he obviously better than uh Jimmy Butler? Is he obviously better than uh, you know, Paul George? Is he obviously you know,
3: Conservative on Kawhi. I mean, just the way he hasn't played in so long, right? But if, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm walking away from a gaggle of loud kids at, at CrossFit, <laughs> um, so I don't want have anything to look at. Just my own head here. Um, I think, I mean, if Kawhi is what he was, Kawhi is is he's in the top five, top, top right. six. You know, he, he's up in that that tier. But it's just they're being conservative with him because he hasn't played in so long. And I think you know, reasonably so.
2: In terms of the lead guards. Could you very well imagine that, like, take Donovan Mitchell and Dame, you know, uh, and and Ja? Is it obvious that Ja I mean, is better than, or can you imagine also that at the end of this year those could be flipped in some other direction?
3: Yeah, I mean, take James Harden. I mean, you know, is James Harden going to, who I think they have 11 on the list? Is he yeah. going to, is he going to bounce back to what he was a couple of years ago? In which case, he could easily be better. Um, I, I'm not. The answer is yes. But I'm not a big believer in it. Uh, I, I'm a more of a believer in Ja right now right. than I am the Trey Young, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell class who are all terrific players. The one guy we haven't mentioned inappropriately because we're talking about like where you know guys who should be here, Bradley Beal should not be on that list, should not be top 25 on this list. I think, I think him, having him 19 is just way too high at this stage.
2: I was looking at the list and I was trying to think about what you would uh, is Bam Adebayo too low at 23?
3: I I haven't digested it enough. I mean, That right. seems roughly fine to me. Right. I mean, again, you talk about tiers of players. I mean, you have Towns and Gobert and, and Bam and that sort of outside the top ten elite bigs but not top ten players in the league. That seems accurate to me. I think, you know, Evan Mobley's going to crash that list. I think if Jaron Jackson can stay healthy and start knocking down shots again, he would have a chance to crash that tier. Um I don't know if any other young bigs are at this point, but I think Mobley will and J- Jaron has a chance. I still like DeAndre Aiden more than most people, but I don't think he's ever gonna get there. I just, I think the ceiling is not high enough offensively probably. What's what's notable to me is the Grizzlies have one player, they're gonna have a player in the top ten, which only, you know, ten teams can say, but they have one player in the top fifty there are, I think, six teams that have multiple players in the top 25. There is one team that has three players in the top 25 of that list.
2: Yeah, it's and Minnesota. The Minnesota yeah, it's Minnesota. We, we mentioned that earlier. And uh, Jeffrey was saying that when uh, when I was away, and you guys were talking about this, that in terms of rivalry, at least the way they think about it, it's the, the – the, the 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 maybe he said it. Maybe I don't know whether he or you said it. But that the Grizzlies – the Grizzlies – are to the Warriors as the Timberwolves are to the Grizzlies, maybe psychically. But if you look at the Grizzly, at the at the Timberwolves roster now with three top twenty-five players, I don't know who's better.
3: Oh, I, I think Minnesota. This is uh, to to promote the the podcast tonight. you and I did it again yesterday. We, we did a thing. We we're talking about things we were looking yeah. forward to and things we're worried about. Not just for the Grizzlies, but for the NBA. And one of mine was I'm looking forward to figuring out what Brooklyn is and what Minnesota are because. Right. To me, they're the hardest teams to, to, to gauge in either conference. And to me, the ceiling is such. I mean, I mean, Minnesota's got three teams in the top 25 on this list. The only reason Brooklyn doesn't is because, like, Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons have made a mess of everything. But talent level, like, they're, they're that, that kind of talent level. And so these are two teams that could have, that have three pure talent-wise all-NBA talents on their roster. They could meet in the NBA Finals. They could both be the 10-seed. Right? <laughs> Stay in the play-in. I got no idea. But I think Minnesota, there's a real question of like how it's all going to work. But I, I'll tell you, a few weeks ago, I, I did my little process I do every time we're trying to figure out what I think about stuff. And I haven't added like the totally subjective, do I actually agree with these results or not. But I have Minnesota coming out as like second or third in the West. I don't think I'll stick to that. But the talent level is such that if they can get everything to click together, like – they could be the best team in the west it's entirely possible they could also be like eight
2: well the gobert Towns thing is going to be interesting because among other things Towns is going to have to guard fours you know um yeah. and so he obviously has the well, o- well offensively here's the it part should of work that. yeah
3: well I'm going to flip that around yeah. he's more likely to be guarded by fours and what the store the book on him in the playoffs was he was he he, he had a harder time he was good period. Right. He had a harder time when he was defended by like the smaller guys. It was the Nicholas yep. Batum. Like, you talk to everybody at Minnesota they were like Batum defending him was better than a, than a center. Yep. He lit up Steven Adams. He struggled with Dylan Brooks. And so when he's playing with Rudy O'Bear it's going to be easier for other teams to defend him with a four which is better for defending Carl Town. So there's lots of tricky stuff there.
2: Do you see when you say they could be either of those teams could be 10th? I, I can totally see how Brooklyn can be 10th because the whole thing could just implode. Um, you know, it, it, there's so much talent there. It, 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 unlikely, but still, uh, imagine that. What is the floor for the Timberwolves? I don't see it going that badly. Yeah, I, yeah.
3: I mean, maybe, maybe nine, because I do think I, I don't think there's I don't think Portland's going to be better than them. But like, I mean, the West is deep, and so you know, could New Orleans be better than them if everything works? Yes. Yeah. Could Dallas with Luca? They were just in the conference finals. Could the Lakers? I doubt it. But, I mean, they got LeBron James and Anthony Davis on that team. like, And so, you know, I think the floor is nine, probably, reasonably.
2: Uh, what struck me, in addition to that, the, that one team had three in the top 25, one of the things that struck me about the Grizzlies' rankings was, I think Ja is pretty much, like, at the high end of where he would be ranked. He's appropriately ranked, but he's at the high end. And it's a it's tough making the jump from nine or ten where he's going to be to that really elite top five, right? The, the super elite top five.
3: There's only one pure guard up there, and that's the greatest shooter who's ever won.
2: <laughs> right. The right. Earth. So, and then Brandon Clark, you can make an argument that he shouldn't be in the top 100 at all, but whatever. He got nice placement there, seems fine. What struck me about the Grizzlies, which is promising, is that you have Dylan at 77, Bane at 68, and Jaron Jackson Jr. at 53. And I can absolutely imagine. You know Jaron Jackson Jr. and Bain as top thirty players in the future if things go right, and Dylan being higher than seven and a top fifty player. And I so I think there's room for growth for the Grizzlies just because those middle guys are all, yeah, they absolutely are top hundred players, but they really have I think can be top fifty players.
3: Um, I become higher on Dylan than most people. It's like I moved away by standing still, right. kind of. But I don't think he's ever cracking a top fifty. Um. Bane and Jaron, yes, clearly. You should top be, dis- be disappointed. You should be disappointed if they don't both crack top fifty. And you should you have a reasonable hope that you know, yes, they can get up to that the range you're talking about. I think Jaron. I think the weird thing is, I think Bane is a safer bet to be a top fifty player. I think Jaron has more uh, oh, as a, yeah. has a better yeah. chance to be a top thirty player.
2: Yeah. Uh, but I think that's where you you're countering the Timberwolves is the Timber you know the, you, you got
3: no you want one thing you want from 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 a, from a Grizzly standpoint is a year from now you want to look at a list like that and not see one player in the top fifty like you, you, uh, one mark of progress beyond your record and your playoff stuff this year when you're just thinking about you know the arc of six seven years you gotta you gotta look at that list a list like that next season and see like Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson moving up. I think, you know, that's a key indicator.
2: I think that is key. It's going to be hard for Jaron just because he's going to – he'll have the back half of the season and then the playoffs. It's harder when No, because when they're
3: they're projecting in the next season, they're not going to care that he missed the first two months of the season. It's going to be how he looks coming out of the season.
2: Do you think, though, how he will look this season will be framed by the fact that he's coming off an injury again? In other words, you expect – I mean, I
3: I think coming off the injury and not having the summer to work on his game – could lessen what he would be otherwise but i don't i don't think it's going to i don't think it's going to impact right. that alone is not going to impact how people judge him coming out of the season
2: all right chris i appreciate it thanks very much we will talk to you again tomorrow thanks